Coast Guard members are working to make the upcoming Bring Your Child to Work Day something special, even if it will be mostly online. In fact, online they can do things that would likely be out of the question in person. Here with details, the Assistant Commandant for Capability, Rear Admiral John Mogger. Rear Admiral Mogger, good to have you on. Tom, good morning. Thanks. It's really a pleasure to be with you this morning. And the Coast Guard has put a special name into the Bring Your Child to Work Day to kind of make it coasty. Tell us what that is. We're hosting Bring Your Child to Our Work Day uh, this Thursday, April 22nd. The COVID pandemic's really been difficult for everyone, and Coast Guard families have been particularly challenged as they've had to navigate the complexities of virtual school, work, care for family members, and also support their mom and dad's deployments. Our families are really a true source of strength for our members. And so we wanted to take a chance to uh, do something special for them this year. Every year, we look forward to bringing them into the workplace and getting them involved in our mission and saying thanks. In normal times when it's not telework, do they get to sometimes get aboard cutters and other vessels? Absolutely. We're a family-oriented service, and bringing our kids into work is a big part of how we celebrate our service to the nation and then also inspire others to continue on that legacy. So in a normal year, they might be out at the stations or on board the cutters or visiting the units and meeting people firsthand. We didn't have that opportunity this year, but it also allowed us the chance to think more broadly about the opportunity. So how will it work then? What can the families and the kids expect? Well, we're looking forward to meeting all kids online on Thursday morning on Facebook starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Their kids will have a chance to virtually fly a helicopter, become a rescue swimmer, test a jet engine, frost a cupcake, play an instrument, and much more. There's a bunch of videos out there. Each video is about three to five minutes long, and it's geared towards kids in kindergarten through 12th grade. The kids are going to be able to post questions after each of the videos and get answers from uh, current Coast Guard members to their questions. And the videos were made on those actual real platforms. So, for example, the helicopter flight is a real helicopter flight. It's not flight simulator. Absolutely. It's a real helicopter. We had over 22 units from around the Coast Guard bring the video cameras into the Coast Guard to really show families and kids all about the work that they do. So through these videos, you'll meet real Coast Guard men and women doing the job that they do every day. And how does frosting a cupcake fit into the Coast Guard mission? I'm sure there's a way, but it's hard to picture. Sure. Well, all those folks that go out and do good things for the nation, saving people, protecting the environment, they need to get fed and they need to have supplies as well. And so our cooks do a tremendous job keeping people fed and keeping them energized and keeping them ready to work. And so we're going to have a chance to spotlight some of those cooks through the Froster Cupcake series. Yes, that's right. Sometimes people forget that in military situations, the people are more important than the platforms. And you have to keep the people fed. And uh, having had uh, fresh-baked cookies on an aircraft carrier, now you've got my appetite whetted for a cupcake on a Coast Guard cutter. That's right. And you'll get a chance to uh, meet some of the cooks. There's a particular video of a cook out on our newest cutter, Hamilton, cooking for the crew out there and talking through how many meals they have to prepare each day. I can tell you the folks that go aboard those ships really love the uh, cooks and appreciate all they do for them. We're speaking with the Assistant Commandant for Capability of the Coast Guard, Rear Admiral John Mauger, and you have a child. In fact, she's right there with you, your daughter, Ella, and maybe we can put her on for a moment. Sure. Ella, you must be pretty proud of your dad being a high-ranking officer in the Coast Guard. 
Uh, yes, I'm extremely proud of my dad. I have always just looked up to him and how he just takes problems and just solves them quickly. Are you STEM-oriented in school? Science, technology, math, engineering, that kind of stuff? Yeah, I do take math class and science class, and I love both classes. I like science because we get to do experiments, and we just kind of get to learn about the world. And math is really fun to figure out all of the problems. Sure. So I imagine you would rather go to the video to test a jet engine maybe than ice a cupcake. Um, yes, I do love cupcakes, but I think that would be fun to uh, do a jet engine. And have you had a chance to, in earlier times before the COVID and so forth, get aboard a cutter? No, I have never gotten aboard a cutter before. But uh, you hope to one of these days. Definitely. Do you think you might choose the Coast Guard as a career? Not to put you on the spot too much. Um, I really do enjoy helping people. I think I've learned from the Coast Guard. I'm not sure I want to do yet, but I definitely want to do something with a language and teach or defend against hackers. Okay, well, that's Ella Mogger, the daughter of John Mogger and Rear Admiral Mogger. Let's go back to you. What are the expectations for numbers and enrollment on Thursday and bandwidth and making sure the whole thing gets up and running? Sure. Well, folks can come out and uh, visit us online through Facebook at facebook.com and then just U.S. Coast Guard, all one word, where they'll find the link to bring your child to our workday. So we're really unlimited in our capacity to support this. After uh, kids watch the videos, they can post comments to those videos and then active duty Coast Guard members will respond to those videos. For those that can't make it on Thursday, We're going to have all this material archived online, so Thursday's not your only chance to uh, get involved in seeing what it's like to be a part of the Coast Guard. And just a related question, not directly on the idea of bringing your child to work day, but when people are deployed far away and the Coast Guard is widely scattered, I think people forget the Coast Guard has ships all over the world, not just in the U.S. coastal waters. But is there opportunity to connect with families online for those that might be deployed at sea in general? Yeah, thanks very much. We've had folks deployed throughout the course of the past year, and it's been really difficult on them because of the limited contact time. They can't get ashore in foreign ports to be able to uh, talk to their family members like they normally would do. So we deployed a number of different resources. We gave them the capability to connect safely and securely to Wi-Fi in foreign ports so that they could video chat with their families. And we also gave them the chance to connect while they're at sea up through satellites in limited cases to get in touch with their families and stay in touch with what's going on. Rear Admiral John Mogger is the Assistant Commandant for Capability at the Coast Guard. Thanks so much for joining me. Tom, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. And Ella, we hope to see you someday in a future endeavor for the country or for one of the contractors, but I have a feeling you're going to do well. Thank you, Tom. And we'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. We now bring you a special presentation from our friends at WEPA. Shane, thanks for joining us. Can you tell us about WEPA and your new podcast? Mike, great to see you again. The podcast series, Lessons in Leadership, what we're trying to do is, is take a deeper dive, a different angle into the conversation around leadership with great leaders at all levels of government. Uh, since the 1900s, leadership has been studied in a serious and academic way. Uh, great men theory, the leader-follower theory, the inspirational leader, transformational leader. All of these are backward-looking um, development of styles, looking at an individual, 
figuring out how they did leadership, and then translating it into a form that we can use today to learn, to perhaps emulate, copy. But great leaders, they have more than one style. I think, I truly think that a great leader can adapt and transform into the role that's needed at that time. So what we're trying to do is, is talk to great leaders and go a level deeper. Tell us about your, a story in your past. Tell us an inspiration that really affected your ability to lead others. And this certainly applies in the uh, federal space. The federal government, it's over 2 million employees. Great leaders are throughout the federal government, both at the top and the middle ranks. And what we want to do is ask them to pull inside their memory, pull inside their personal history, find those moments in time when they were changed, they were inspired, they learned something about leadership from another person, perhaps it was uh, from themselves, and they brought that to the workplace, and they inspired other and became great leaders. So that's what we're trying to do with the podcast. Okay, so I, I get that you wanted to start with leadership, but what makes leadership such an important topic right now for federal workers? Great question. Leadership today is tested like never before. Um, today's, if I had to put a leadership style, if I had to put names to it, we hear about um, empathetic, we hear transparent, we hear uh, inspirational. So today we have COVID, we have a down economy, we have people, we have social uh, injustice that we're dealing with. There are many new factors. And it's drawing like never before on a leader's ability to pull from within themselves and adapt to the current change. So leadership today is almost brand new again. We're taking all kinds of different styles, attributes, learnings that leaders have. They're looking at the current situation that we're in and understanding how do I move groups of people? How do I move my employees? How do I inspire? How do I get them to the next best place? So I think leadership today, this conversation uh, is extremely relevant, perhaps more relevant than it's been in several decades. You know, we talk about an employee's personal route to growth, but what role does the management side have in this? I think in the federal government, it's, it's a little bit different than it is in the private sector. Uh, my father was a civilian federal employee. Uh, he joined the federal government in the 1960s. Uh, John Kennedy, he was inspired by ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. He had opportunities to go in the private sector. That notion of service inspired him. It inspired an entire generation. I would like to think that call to service which is unique in, in the federal space, in the government space, still exists today. Well, that about says it all. But is anything else you'd want the audience to know about you personally or WEPA as an, as an organization? Uh, I have been uh, around the group affinity insurance world for um, three decades. Uh, I've led This is my second uh, major organization that I've led. 
And I will tell you that we impart this feeling, uh, you mentioned it, Mike, about service, this notion. We serve those who serve. And uh, I will tell you that it's refreshing. It's a blessing to be there. And I have so much respect for civilian federal employees at every level of government. In this podcast, we're hoping to talk to leaders which are similarly inspired and can share their learnings over a lifetime. And uh, this will be useful information uh, for anybody in government service. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.